What's going on, everybody? You are listening to the Give Me the Points podcast. I am your host, Soup, here with my co-host, Tyler. Took two weeks off. Uh, two weeks ago, I had Dale in town last week. You got thrown to the Wolves and had to work some doubles and some night shifts. Yeah. But uh, back yeah. to normalcy, back to reality. Yeah, and of course, the one, the couple days I had to do that, there was a I mean, I didn't watch it, but from the score, there was an entertaining Thursday night game, too. So, The only Thursday night game this year that I have not watched the entirety of, I went to bed when it was 14-7. to 7. Well, so uh, you had three minutes left to go in the half, and I missed the 21 points scored by the Cardinals and then missed <laughs> the million points scored in the second half. I was salty when I woke up and saw 42-34. to 34. I was like, this is the game that I chose to not stay up for. Yeah, when I got home early in the morning and I looked, I, like, did a double take. I was like, huh? <laughs> what? Yeah, I was not – I wasn't happy because it's like, dude, I've suffered for Thursday mm-hmm. night football this year, and I, I missed the one entertaining game. Yeah. Uh, Monday night game this past week also, a lot of points scored on one side of the team – on one side of the field. Yeah. Oh, boy. I don't know what they do, dude. I don't know either. Max, I'm mean, good. You can't, and you, but like, okay, I read this thing and I kind of agree with it. Like quarterback tiers of the Patriots. Mac Jones last year, Bailey Zappi this year, Mac Jones this year on the bottle. Yeah. Like right performance wise. Right. But I mean, you can't play both quarterbacks. This is the NFL. You can't do that. No, no, like, we're not. We're not running a two QB system in the NFL. I'm like, you took Mac in the first round. Like, I feel like you've got to play him the rest of the year. No, see, that's that's a that's a huge misconception that I don't agree with in the NFL. I get okay if you think Bailey Zappi is way better, then you don't have to play Mac. If you think Bailey Zappi could lead you somewhere, then okay. I mean, neither one of these guys are leading you to to an AFC championship, right? But do I think Bailey Zappi can get them to to a, a nine and eight, ten and seven record and get them into the playoffs? Better chance than Mac. Yeah, yeah. Judging by this year, yeah, I would agree. I just fuck that it sucked watching that. It Listen, it just dude, this entire season's been confusing, right? It's been like, bad football across the board. It has. And like, okay, so my team, for example, two and five is two and five, right? That's a bad record. Yeah. They, dude, what two and five team has a positive point differential? I I know. Every week, it's a different, either silly mistake, silly decision, something. Now, they shouldn't have won all these games. They should have won another game or two, for sure. Yeah. I mean, they move the ball. It's just, there's always something. Like ETM this week, knocking the ball into his own knee and fumbling it at the five, something he said he's never done in his career ever. Yeah. Like, right? I mean, it's – or Doug Peterson, like, running – just silly when he gets cute. He's a good play caller, but good play callers tend to get, like, cute in short yardage stuff. Right. I mean, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence is massive. Just – I don't know. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's, it's, it's always something. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. They play fine and they lose. And I'm going to think that's going to happen until it doesn't now. So in the last two weeks, what I'm trying to think any big headlines that have happened in the NFL. Um, Brees Hall's knee. Yeah. Brees Hall's knee. That sucks. Cause we have him over four and a half touchdowns and he's got four. 
he would have dunked on the over four. He's got four. He would have dunked on every over. He's got four in two starts. He could probably come in for a one-yard carry with a blown ACL and score it, right? (laughs) Fucking sucks, dude. Sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did we take the L on that bet? Technically. Yeah, it's an L. It's an L on the books. It's a W in our hearts because we would have hit it. It's we the right, hit it. it was the right bet. Yes. Yeah. It's one of those moments where you made the right bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, did you was get screwed? Sure. <laughs> but you made the right bet. Um, what else? What else? James Robinson is his replacement, it looks like. Uh, yep. Traded to the oh, – oh, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa. Biggest running back news. Sorry. Christian McCaffrey is a 49er. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, C-Max a 49er. Um, saw some clips of him today at practice. Oh, he's – He's disgusting. His yeah, yeah. Route, they, they had him lined up. They had him lined up out wide running routes because uh, Debo's banged up. So, yeah. It did, my only thing is – and I, I – I don't believe in jinxing. I don't believe in luck. I don't believe in karma. I don't believe in any of that. But it's like, for those of you that do, I'm just going to throw this out there into the, into the world. You take it in. What backfield has been riddled by injuries more in the past four years than the San Francisco 49ers? And they now have a feature back who is the most injury-prone player in the entire NFL. So, therefore, he's about to get 25 touches a, a week the rest of the it year just, and not get hurt just because that's how things yeah, work. Exactly, yeah. Or he'll blow something this week. Who knows? But yeah, that's the, that's the I mean, that's the biggest news, the C-Mac going to the 49ers. Um, yeah. But Robert Quinn to the Eagles. Robert Quinn to the Eagles, yes. That happened today. Mm-hmm. Um I'm sure we'll see some more guys move. Yeah, there's a bit more trading than there used to be. Yeah, we'll see some more guys move. I don't know. The Bears need to move David Montgomery and just let Khalil Herbert run that backfield. Yeah. And that's nothing against David Montgomery. I think he's a really good running back. I just think Khalil Herbert's better. Um, Every time he touches the ball, it's it's a threat to go 20. Yeah. I mean, he, he, yeah, he's big playability. <laughs> Oh, God bless you. Thank you. All right. All right, so we're on to week eight. Uh, I can't believe we're seven weeks into the season already. This sucks, man. Yeah. The yeah. NFL is – when football does start getting really good, though. I It's just – it's going to be over before we know it, and I hate I know. That. I hate it I so know. much. Um, so our Thursday night game this week, you've got the Ravens at Tampa. Ravens opened up as the favorite, but it's now moved in favor of Tampa. Tampa coming in at minus one as a home favorite, over under at 45 and a half. Both these teams struggling. Uh, yes, the Ravens came away with the win this last week, but they're struggling. Uh, yeah. They're banged up, man. They're banged up across the board. Lamar's got something going on. Mark Andrews is dealing with a knee issue. Uh, Gus Bus is healthy and he looked healthy, so that's good for them. Uh, Super underrated running back. Uh, one of the only running back. One of like one of like three, I think, in the NFL with at least with at least four hundred carries in his career that averages five yards a carry. Yeah, I mean Gus Bus has been he's been an animal. Um, so they've got him. 
Defense is playing better, but then you go across the field to Tampa and what the actual hell. Dude, it's a mess. Dude, what was that last week? I don't know. I don't know. They let P.J. Walker, Chuba Hubbard, and Dante Foreman just destroy them. Yeah. DJ Moore lives. I can get over that. What is wrong with their offense? Yeah, it's. I think Byron right, left okay, so this head. week, right? A Thursday night home game. Yeah. Twenty what one years of us being able to be like, oh, it's a Tom Brady get right, but but like, is it? Is it? Is he this this Tom does not mentally seem like the same Tom. Going I, into the season, if you told me you were giving me the Ravens in Tampa. And the over under would be at 45 and a half. I'm telling you the over any day of the week. But and like right, right now, a 17 14 crapshoot wouldn't really shock me. Right now, the Ravens defense is playing. The only thing Tampa has going for them, the outlier last week in Carolina, sure. But the only thing they have going right now is the defense. The offense is super questionable. And Lamar has dwindled off. His passing is. Not good right now. He's back no. to he's back to Lamar. Yeah. So if I had to pick anything here, I, I think I'd like the under 45 and a half in this game. I, I I really do. I would too. It's just like Tom has a four touchdown week in him. That's does he like, like I don't he has to. Dude, he has to. Does he? But I mean, I can't on, go off I can't go off on, what I you know. know. I can't take I off know. the pass, but I'm going to go off what's going on right now. But in, in my defense, it's not like a short pass. It's it's, it's a greatest of all time career pass. Like, I know. But no, you're right. I mean, on the evidence of this year, no, he doesn't even have it close to him. <sighs> Boy. This game's going to be super interesting. Yeah, it is. I mean, this is a must win for both of these teams right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, it's way more important for Baltimore because Baltimore has Cincinnati in the division. Tampa yeah. can take this L, and Tampa could still be in the front seat for the division. Yeah. But I'm really – dude, I'm, I really don't – I can't pick a side on this game. No, I can't either. I, I can't. can't. There's, there's, there's too much – there's too many question marks. Mm-hmm. I would lean the under. I'm okay with not making a play. Maybe looking at player props. Just take Mike Evans over probably five and a half catches because he's going to see yeah. 15 targets. Yeah, I think I don't know what Godwin's catches are, but if it's around five for that, also. Yeah. All right. Back to London. Jaguars home game here. Yeah, listen. The London Jaguars. You have, you know, was it fly Broncos country? Or what? Oh, Broncos country. Broncos country. Let's fly. You've got, you've got Russ doing workouts on the plane. He said he's, quote unquote ready to rock yeah but if his version of rocking is what it's been all year so i kind of i know this is crazy to say with this denver team but i like the over 39 and a half yeah i kind of do too i like That's the so over i do I, I do like the over here um jacksonville First two weeks defense looked really, really good, but they have let up some points as of late. The mm-hmm. offense can move the ball. 
Like there's yeah, no they do. About they, the they move the ball. Absolutely no problem. Honestly, right. right. I I think both teams can get into the twenties. Yeah, I do too. I do too. And and even if both teams for some reason don't, you know, could one of the teams get into the high twenties? Like, yeah. And you know what? If it's a 10-7 football game, at least I had football at 9 o'clock in the morning on Sunday. Yes, this is true. This is true. So I I like a unit and a half on the over 39.5 here. Yeah, I do too. That's really low. It is really low. It is really low. And God God forbid Denver actually figures out a pass game in a game. Yeah. Thing is, they don't need to – it doesn't have to be a get-right game. I mean, no. they can score, you know, 20 points and our over can hit. That's yes. not like some phenomenal offensive showing. Correct. Correct. All right. Pennsylvania battle here. Honestly. Yeah. Dude, this, this, opinion, Eagles by a million. This, this has the, the Bills-Steelers feel to it. Yes, it does. You have the Steelers at Eagles. Eagles coming in at minus 10.5, over under at 43. Um, yeah, dude, I just, the Eagles over 43. Yeah. Eagles, Eagles on a, uh, coming off a bye week here. Uh, Pittsburgh, you know, who has the lowest passer rating in the NFL right now? Probably Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. (laughs) Lower than Baker Mayfield, lower than any quarterback who started. I mean, I think lower than Brett Ripien. Yeah. And, and Matt Canada is doing him no favors. No, so if you're asking me, like, my, yeah, my long-term view on Kenny Pickett, like, what's going on currently honestly doesn't affect that, but it does affect the fact that, like, this year is going to suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's – um, Matt Canada is an absolute disaster. Worst yeah. offensive coordinator in the entire league. Most unqualified offensive coordinator in the entire league. Mm-hmm. The guy was not a good OC in college. Um and somehow weaseled his way into being Tomlin's buddy and now has a job and gets backed by Mike Tomlin every single week. Uh, I don't know if you saw who – who'd Pittsburgh beat two weeks ago? Boswell. Yeah. Canada was high celebrating and he's like, no thanks to you, basically. Yeah. 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 When your kicker's saying that, mm-hmm. <laughs> Boz. Yeah, it's Boz, baby. Um, so yeah, I love I'm I, just by the hook, get them at minus 10 here just in case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, love the Eagles minus 10 against Pittsburgh here at home coming off a bye. This, so do I. this is a disaster. This is a disaster mm-hmm. for Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Yes. And the Eagles have the two, two top ranked corners yeah. by PFF right now in the entire league. Slam Bradbury, right? Yeah. And they can get after the QB. The Jordan Davis is the Eagles are just a unit from top yes, to bottom. Yes, they are top to bottom. Every every position, uh, you know, defensive line, linebacker, secondary, mm-hmm. and then obviously the offense. Yeah, the, the Eagles yeah. are Eagles are the truth right here. Um, so I'm just gonna I'm just, I, li- I like three units on the Eagles minus ten here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I, I do too. Is this just a one o'clock game? Isn't it? It's a one o'clock game. Oh boy. One o'clock. Yeah. yeah. I would have known how I felt about this pre Brees Hall injury. Yes. Pats at Jets. Jets getting two and a half over under 40.5. Um, Zach Wilson stunk last week. Zach Wilson stunk. I was pretty week. much stunk. 
You know, if you look at the Jets and their roster and how they've been playing, it's almost like they've been winning in spite of QB play. Mm-hmm. And like, imagine if they got good QB play. So this is this. I take this every time these two teams play against each other, probably for the past three years, ever since Tom's been gone. Um, I like the under 40.5 here. Okay. I think this is going to be Patriots take the pressure off the quarterback, run the ball down your throat kind of game, uh, control the clock, try and limit the Jets' possessions. Uh, would I be shocked if New England won this game 17 to 14? Absolutely not. Would I be shocked if the Jets won this game 21 to 10? Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't feel comfortable with the side, but I do feel comfortable that we're going to see under 40 points in this game. Yeah, I agree. Two defenses that are playing well, two offenses that as of late have been struggling drastically. Mm-hmm. So, all right, a unit and a half on the under 40.5 in the Patch Jets. I have a really strong play here. Um, I want to get your opinion, though. We have the Dolphins at the Lions. The Lions getting three and a half at home. The over under 51.5. What uh, What's your takeaway from this game? What do you think? Well, I think it's going to be high scoring because both of the Ds suck, right? Yes, they do. I honestly think that over hits. Yes, yes, it does. Um, the Lions seem to like to – I don't know if – I mean, Amon Ra is fine, right? He didn't have a concussion. Is Swift going to play? Because, like, if Swift plays, I, I like the over a lot. I also like them to cover. But, the Dol- I mean, the Dolphins are super explosive. But, like, neither neither one of these Ds has been playing good, and the Lions D just sucks. So, I I know it's a high total, but no, no, I really no, I like I, I agree with you here. I really like the over in this game. Yeah, uh, I can see. I could I, I could see Miami scoring into the mid thirties, and I think the Lions get into the high twenties here. Yeah, these defenses are not good. Um, no, they're not. And Tua another week healthy, uh, being able to get the ball to Tyreek and Jalen Waddle against Literally the secondary. He doesn't have to play make from QB. He just has yeah, to get them the ball. Get them the ball and let them do the Lord's work against this secondary, uh, and they should eat them alive. Yeah. And on the opposite side of the field, Jared Goff does not have to be amazing, but uh, mm-hmm. I think the Lions will be just fine marching up and down the field against this giant, or against this uh, Dolphins defense. Yeah. Well, they dropped – what was it? Like – 33, 34, something like that on the Eagles week one. Mm-hmm. That's the last time they like had a oh, – the, the offense has been bad as of late, but I, I think it'll be okay. I mean, not this having a good defense to get your offense right against. Yes. Yeah. Good defense yeah. to get your offense right against. Yep. All right. Unit and a half on that. All right. Cardinals-Vikings, another game that I have a strong feel on. You have the Cardinals at the Vikings. The Vikings giving three and a half at home over under at 49. Dude, I'm all over over unders this week. Um, I like the over in this game. Yeah. Uh, I, I, the Cardinals defense, I do not trust them at all. And with D-Hop being back, Kyler Murray looks like a whole different quarterback. He looks confident having he his guy back. I know he just looks confident. He knows he's got his guy back. Yeah. Um, and Minnesota coming off a bye, why not? Why not, you know, 49? Yeah. 
Yeah, this is like a 27-24 game, I feel like. I agree. I, if it was two and a half, I'd probably side the Vikings. With three and a half, I'm kind of siding the Cardinals, but I like the over more than either side of the spread. I like the over as well. Okay. Oh, boy. All right. This one is so fucking easy to me, dude. This is the Bears at the Cowboys. Cowboys minus nine and a half, over under 42.5. This has to be the Cowboys, right? Yeah. This I mean, listen, I'm 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 gonna I'm not gonna play the recency bias here, what they did against New England. This is Chicago going on a short week on the road once again against Dallas, who Dak looked efficient last week. But Dallas is getting the run game going. Mm-hmm. You know what Chicago can't do to save their life? They cannot stop the run against anybody. You know what else Chicago can't do? Chicago can't pass block against anybody. And you're going to give Parsons me good at stacking yeah. the quarterback or something like Micah that. Parsons, the Marcus Long dude, that front seven of Dallas is going to eat Justin Fields alive. Yeah. Love the cat. It was 10 and a half, and I'm super glad it got under that 10 number. Love yeah, the Cowboys like- minus nine and a half here. Yes. All right. Um, what do you want? You, you just want to go with the same thing with the Eagles, the three unit play? Yeah. There's, I, I know they're the two biggest spreads of the week, but I'm so confident in both. Oh, no, yeah. They're, they are for a reason. Yeah. I'm really confident in the favorites to cover. Here's a game where I don't, I don't know. Carolina at Atlanta. Atlanta minus four, over under 41. I really don't know, man. I, I don't know what – I know Atlanta's been a beast against the spreads, six, six and one against the spread right now. Um, but I just – I don't I don't trust their defense and I don't trust their run game at all. You could talk me into any four of these numbers hitting, so I don't really have a – good. Completely content with a pass here. Yeah, yeah. Completely content. All right. Raiders at the Saints. Interesting game here. Saints are at home getting one and a half. The over-under at 49 and a half. What do you think here? It's another, like, is Andy Dalton starting again? It is Andy Dalton. Okay. Confirmed uh, today. Yeah. I don't know. That. I, I I don't know this one. The Saints have befuddled me all year. Yeah. So, and the Raiders, I don't have much more of a feeling on them either. I like I do like the Saints as the home the home dog here. Um, a long week. Uh, they last played on Thursday, so they had those extra days to get ready for this game, get a little bit more healthy. Michael Thomas looks like he may be a go. Um, I like the Saints getting the points at home here. Okay, I mean, if I were to lean something, it would be Saints covering. I just, I just, I, I can't buy into the Raiders. And the Saints yeah. defense is good. And the Raiders yeah. are the Raiders are living through Josh Jacobs right now. And the Saints run D is pretty good. So yeah, if they can't get the run game going, I don't know. I don't know what Derek. Carr, I mean, yeah, he can get the ball to Devontae Adams, but what Mac Hollins, Hunter Renfro, they haven't really been much this year. Obviously, mm-hmm. Darren Waller is invisible. He's been hurt. Uh, I don't know if he's playing this week. I don't think he is. So I, I, I can't trust the Raiders in this spot on the road in a very tough environment to play. Yeah. So I would lean the Saints here. Uh, don't necessarily need to make or put money on it, but my lean here would be the Saints at home. Yeah, that's, that's, I feel that. 
This seems fishy. This seems real fishy. The Titans at the Texans. The Texans are all, are, are, are getting two points. Only two points. Over under at 40.5. Well, talk me out of betting everything on Tennessee here. Well, Tannehill might not go. He's hurt. I, I understand. I, I... And Davis Mills sometimes plays good at home. Yeah. And I still don't think the Titans are that good. This feels really like su- it's. I feel it feels like such a trap. Yeah, and it does. But like the Texans have been kind of feisty, haven't they? I mean, they're not yeah, good, but feisty. Feisty yeah. would be yeah, they're plus seven, and you like yeah, them. exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's where I'm taking feisty into account. But plus plus two. two, yeah. That over under is also super low when they they can score a little bit of points at home. But Davis Mills has been, I mean, dog shit this year. Yeah. Like no. he even Brandon Cooks' his biggest selling point was he's quarterback proof. Well, I'm good with the pass here because now that yeah. I'm thinking about it, this just feels like too much of a trap. Yeah, it does. It feels way too good to be true. But are they trapping us into thinking it's a trap? I don't know. Oh, boy. Here we go. Now we get deep. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't feel like we need to make a play when we're iffy. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Let the record state, Soup feels in his gut like the Titans are going to beat the piss out of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah. yeah. Deep down, deep down in the tummy, it feels like it's going to be a, just a shit show. Um, all right. No. I know they're banged up on the offensive line here, but another one I'm not really sure. Like, I don't understand here. The Giants at the Seahawks. The Seahawks are giving three points over under at 44 and a half. Um, listen, say what you want about who they've played. No, but, it's uh, not a who they played. To me, it's a how they look thing. But but wins are wins, and they got a lot of them. They do. And I'm buying – dude, I'm, Brian, I'm buying into Brian Dable. Yeah, that's what it is. It's coaching. It's so great. like last week, right? Like over the course of the game, Jacksonville, I would say outplayed them. Now again, that doesn't matter. It matters who wins. But they made a few like basically unforced errors, mistakes, and the Giants do not beat themselves at all. No, no, that's the one thing that Brian Dable has gotten the most out of Daniel Jones in limiting his stupid mistakes. No, he just basically tells him to pull it and run, and Daniel Jones is an athlete. And he's no, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like he's doing yeah. the smart thing now. Well, Rather than trying to force thing. it into coverage, he's using his legs. You know who else is a good coach? And is Pete Carroll. And dude, are we far enough into the season to say like Gino doesn't just look okay? Like no, Gino looks good. Yeah, he looks good. Yeah, he does. He looks really no, good. No, he did lose DK. He did. But sure did. Apparently Marquise Goodwin filled in just fine. I, I'm not saying Yeah, but taken. that was a, that's a, that's against a really know, bad Chargers defense right now. This is a long trip on the road. Oh, and back to back long trips too. Back to back, yeah, the whole way down to Florida, then from there the whole way up to Seattle. Yeah. Um I'm not like saying I like the Seahawks, but I would actually lean Seahawks here. Okay. All right. Well, I'm leaning Giants plus the three here, so we'll pass on that. 
Okay. I think it might actually be a good game. Oh, I do too. I, I don't know. Like, no, I'm, I'm completely content, especially – I know this isn't a fantasy football podcast, but the fact that I have Saquon and Kenneth Walker in this game, I'm super pumped yeah. about watching. Well, that would be like if you wanted to pair that in with betting, you would bet the over then, I guess, right? Yeah, I love I, – I do – Love Kenneth Walker against the Giants right now. You know, the um, one thing about the Seahawks that's when people are like, people have been surprised that Gino has such a good arm. Uh, well, he always had a good arm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was never the question. No, he no, went no, to the Jets, good. dude. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that's yes. All right. I'll Okay. I'll try for a third time here. This is a line I don't understand. The Commanders at the Colts. The Colts are three-point favorites over under 39 and a half. I'm not betting Sam Ellinger minus three. I'm not doing it. No. No, but is he going to be that much worse than oh, the statue known as Matt Ryan? This one. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not talking about it. I'm just saying Matt Ryan's been horrible. Horrible. And he offers no, like, playmaking ability from the quarterback position like dude he looked like i mean this most statuesque statue i've ever seen did you know going into this week matt ryan was second in the league in passing yards i don't care about it i'm just saying no i'm I'm not saying to bet the colts i'm just saying like matt ryan hasn't looked good i really like washington plus three here i like the cable version of brett Favre quarterbacking the Washington Commanders here. Plus, Yeah, three. no, if it was Carson Wentz, I wouldn't like it. Heineke just, dude, he might just, he, he turns shit into. I don't really understand. Gold, but it, like, but yeah, God, it's like a million times a game. It's like this kid's dead. And then he just hucks it up and Terry McLaurin's standing there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's amazing. He's, yeah, he's fun to watch. I, I can actually get behind Washington. I was just more saying how bad Matt Ryan's looked. Good. One more into the breach. Once more into the breach. Game. I don't know what the fuck that ever means. Whatever. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah. So give me uh yeah, give me Washington plus the points. We're talking about the charge of the light brigade. Finally, so we were going for yeah. no, it was, yeah. it was a text message. Oh, okay. All right. Sam Fran at the Rams. The Rams getting one and a half at home. The over under 43. The unders hit like the last 4,000 times these two teams have played. And Sam Fran looked really good. The Rams are coming off a bye. Their offense looks like shit. What's the play here? Well, we always, I feel like whether it's on the show or you and I talking, we always talk about, dude, how is this that close of a line? The Rams are so much better than the 49ers. But they're not like the 49ers play the Rams amazing every time they play them. I mean, they were a Jimmy G overthrow away from going to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. God damn it. And they're fit, but they're favored on the road. On the road with the Rams coming off a bye. And then over kind of low for offenses that could score. Well, Well, those Rams look like a mess. Their offense is, is Cooper Cup. What happened the first time they played this year? The 49ers beat them, didn't they? I know. Yeah. I know they did. And we were like, Rams, 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 because they're better. And, like, at that point, they kind of were better, except the 49ers play them good, always. Yeah. And the 49 damn it. Give me the 49ers minus the one and a half. 
Yeah. Yeah. It pains me to say it, but mm-hmm. they're a better team. I have to I have to remember my hatred for the 49ers going into this season was based off of Trey Lance. Yes. I need I mean, to now understand that Trey Lance is gone. Jimmy Gooop's back. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Gooop gets George Kittle the ball. Jimmy Gooop now has the most versatile running back in the entire NFL behind him. Debo Samuel's the huge question mark here. Do they need Debo? Yes. Not as yeah, now, yes. He's not as important now. No, he's not because yeah. All right. Gaffrey will take away from Debo's backfield touches for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. But he's I, gonna take away from some of Debo's targets, too. Yeah, Ayuk's good. He gets the ball to Kittle, like you said. Um, their D's good. Their uniforms are phenomenal. I love the 49ers uniforms. So I mean, there's also that. Without question, like there's no question in my mind, outside of color rushes and alternate uniforms. The 49ers Reds are my favorite uniform in the entire yep. NFL. They're exceptional. Dude, they're so clean. Mm-hmm. With the, them with the gold helmet, they're so and They've never so messed clean. with it too much. I mean, you know, new companies like slightly tweak it, yeah. but it's pretty much been like the Red Wings jerseys almost for hockey. It never yes. really gets messed with. No, no, it does not. Yeah, they're super, super, super clean. All right. Let's yeah. do the smart thing. Let's take, take the, the Rams. <laughs> Yeah, all right, we'll take the 49ers. No, I agree with yeah. you. Do the smart thing. Um, take the 49ers here. And when the Rams kill them, so what? So what? When the Rams kill them, we do not touch this game next year. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe. All right, here's your Sunday night game. This prior to the season was like, let's go. Awesome. Packers at Bills. Bills coming off a of bye. Bills at home. Bills minus 11, over under 47 and a half. Bills by a million. So we're going to take all three of the big favorites this week? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yep. No, we are. Yep. We're going to be absolute fish. We're going to be donkeys. This Packers offense doesn't even seem like they have backdoor coverability. Yeah. We're going to be absolute donkeys here, and we're going to take all three double-digit favorites to cover and we're going to put three units on all three of them. Because you know what? We go two and one and we profit. Yep. Because I could see that happening. Correct. But we feel strongly about all three. So do we really want to only pick two of them to play? Like, no. I wonder what a money line play on the Bills, the Eagles, and the uh, the Cowboys is. I mean, I know they're all minus 400, but like. Well, look, because they're all winning. I mean, dude, when I say build by a million, and before in the back of my mind, I would have been like, you know what? What if Aaron Rodgers has a day? It's not happening. It's not. The bills are just. Hmm. Oh, they're... Hmm. What is it? Hmm. It's a minus 110. Hmm. Hmm. So we take them all to cover the spread, and we take, the, we parlay them all money. I, yeah, we're just just all in, all in mm-hmm. on the favorites. Mm-hmm. It's been a dog year. Well, guess what? Week eight, not no mo. As Florence in the machine said, the fucking dog days are over. The dog days are over. The dog days are over. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Five and a half units. 
on the Bills, the Eagles, and the Cowboys money line. Yes. God, if Kenny Pickett fucks this now, up. Um, if anybody messes it up, it'll be Dak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I will never forgive him. No, it won't now, even be Dak. It'll be Mike McCarthy. Yeah, but it'll be Dak somehow. Like, it'll be Dak doing it even if it's McCarthy's fault. Yeah. So I look at it this way, like – Who's the backup in Philly right now? Gardner Minshew, capable. Gardner. Right. Who's the backup in Dallas? Cooper, capable rush. Cooper, capable rush. Who's the backup in Buffalo? Doesn't matter. You'll Who's never. Who's the backup him. in Buffalo? Well, I know it was Mitch Trubisky. Who's it now? Fuck if I know. Dude, Josh Allen get hit by a bulldozer and get back up. He is the biggest outlier in the history of QB evaluation and QB stats. Who is it? Let's see. Perfect. Dude, think of the past 10 years. Okay. Who's a backup that has come in in one games and has just been – and he's done it for multiple teams. Ryan Fitzpatrick. No, not Fitzmagic. Uh, he played for Minnesota. Oh, um, Case Keenum. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about a – yes. I'm not even worried about quarterbacks getting hurt. Okay. Five and a half units on the yes. Bills, the Eagles, and the Cowboys. Yes. Yes. Money line, minus one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're putting three on the Bills to cover as well, right? Yeah, fuck it. All in on the favorites. Yes. We're just just throwing it all around. Yeah. Bengals at the Browns. Browns getting three and a half over under at 46 and a half. Under. Yeah. Under. The way the Browns win this game is chub, 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 chub. And yes, Burrow and Chase are doing magical things right now. But it's time to come back, come back down to earth with that offensive line. And it's time for Miles Garrett to get home a couple times. I like the under 46 and a half here in the Monday night game. It's time to get back to, to reality with these primetime games. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to the unders. Well, no, they, we don't want back to reality Sunday night. We want a piss pump. We want the over to hit from the Bills alone. It doesn't even need to. They, they might win the game 21 to 3. No, they might win the game 42 to 10. 42 to 10. Man, it's a possibility. <laughs> All right. So let's just run. I'm going to run through these real quick. Um, Ravens in Tampa, the 45 and a half. Uh, were we playing the under or are we just going to look? No, we were, we're looking props. Yeah, we're we were props. Okay. Denver, Jacksonville. London game over 39 and a half, one and a half units. Yes. All right, I'm going to write this stuff down because I always have to go back and listen to the episode because I never do this. So 1.5 on this game. All right. The next game, Squealers, Eagles. We're buying the Eagles to minus 10. We're taking the Eagles at home minus 10, three units. Did you say so, buying them to minus 17? Stop it. Minus 10, three units. Um, Pats Jets, we're going to go the under here, the under 40.5 in the Pats Jets game. Yes. So that's 
Pats under 40.5, 1.5. Dolphins-Lions, we're going to go the over 51.5 in the Dolphins-Lions game. So Fins over 51.5, one and a half units on that. Uh, Cardinals-Vikings. You the like, over, the yeah. over, the over 49. Well, we like, but yes, you, yeah. Cards over 49, 1.5. Uh, all right, Dallas minus nine and a half, three units. Yes. Boys minus 9.5, three units. Panthers, Falcons, hard pass. Hard pass. Raiders, Saints, pass. Not a hard pass, pass. But pass. pass. Titans, Texans. Trap game, pass. Get it out of my face. Get out of here. Giants, Seahawks. We don't agree, pass. Pass. All right. Commanders, Colts. Commanders plus the three against Sam Ellinger. Commanders plus three, one and a half. 49ers, Rams. Niners, money line. I don't want to take that one point scares me. Okay, money line. 49ers, money line, two units. Okay, two. 49ers. Oh, boy, we got some some units flying around here. Okay. Bills, minus 11. Yes. 11? 11. 11. Bills, minus 11. Three units. Odd number, by the way. I feel like. Stupid number. 28-17 push. That's fine. Take it. Yeah. All right, um, and as well as five and a half units on the three huge favorites this week. Mm-hmm. Buffalo mm-hmm. money line, Eagles money line, boys money line. And that's five and a half to win five. And then you've got the Monday night game. We're going to go back to primetime unders. We're going to take the under 46 and a half, under 46.5 Monday night football for one and a half. So that puts us at a lot. Um, <laughs> first week back, you know, get into it. Yeah. So that puts <laughs> one and a half. That's four. That's six. Uh, that's nine, 12. Lord, 13 and a half, 14 and a half, 17 and a half. We got a Kobe on the line this week. 24 Good. units. Uh, we're up 8.8 on the year. So we're up 8.8 units. Um, so we're throwing 24 down here. Uh, if the dude, if the three favorites cover, we're good. We're, we're, go- we're golden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Golden. Those three favorites cover. We're walking away 2.7, 2.8. It's 5.5 plus another 2.8. So that's. 8.3 plus 5. It's 13.3. Um, that's going to, yeah. Those three favorites cover, we're guarantee, guaranteeing a five-unit profit if everything else loses. Yeah. And we and have every three, four, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven plays. So if we go th- four and eight, four, sorry, four and seven, four and seven, it's a five-unit win on the week. If two of those three favorites don't, they just gotta win. Just fucking win. They're they're winning, dude. They're, they're winning. 
I didn't think that this was 45 minutes, but it was 45 minutes. It felt a lot quicker than that. Um, As always, probably have some sort of college play on the story. Absolutely. And NBA is going to start flowing as well. Um, well, Bob texted me tonight and yep. Yeah. I literally 30 seconds ago, Bob texted me and said, he is so good. And that's in reference to Paolo Bancaro, uh, the magic's number one draft pick. The kid has been a stud so far this year. His points, rebounds, assist has been a lock of a pick. Bob texted to me tonight. I said, I don't know, man. We'll see. You know, they've, they've raised it from 26 and a half to 29 and a half. I want to see what he's at. Um, let's see. NBA scores. Score. I don't know where we're looking. Come on, man. Freaking ESPN such a dog shit. All right. Bankero is sitting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bankero hit. So he's got 23, 7, and 4. He's pretty good. Not bad for a seasoned vet of an NBA player. Yeah, for his fifth game. Yeah. Not bad for his fifth game. That kid is is good, dude. Uh, All right. Uh, So that's all I've got for week one here. Week one, week eight. Feels like week one. We took a step away for a minute there. But uh, that's all I've got for week eight. College football, what do we have any top 25 matchups? I know Tennessee's got Kentucky, and they're wearing those blackout jerseys this weekend. They're fucking good. I hate Hendon how good they are. I hate that I like watching them. But did I text you before the Bama game and was like, Tennessee's winning this? Because I was, I it, it wasn't like a feeling. Yeah. I mean, I was convinced. Well, number one, Bryce Young had to bail Bama out of way too much shit the past year and a half. Yeah. They are, they're deep. But Tennessee, dude, they're so good. So you got so good. they can actually I'd say they can afford they could probably afford one loss, right? Whether it's Kentucky or Georgia, and possibly make the playoff. Yeah. Only yeah. thing with Georgia is now if they lose one of those two, well, whichever one and Georgia doesn't lose because Tennessee is the only team well, they, could. they can't lose to Kentucky because they're not beating Georgia. No. Well, I don't think they will, but I think they have more of a shot than anybody else on Georgia's schedule this year. I, do, I agree with that. Um, but I think if they lose to Georgia. If they lost to Georgia and it was within 10 points and that was their only loss, they would be back in the playoff, I would think. Because not many teams are going to have a better win on their resume than Bama or their only like, loss being as good but, as Okay, so, so hear me out. Are you about to throw Oregon at me? No. No, no, no. TCU runs the table. TCU's in. in. They're in. Okay. Um, Obviously, Georgia. In my opinion, one loss Big 12 champ should be in with how competitive that conference is. Georgia runs the table. Georgia's in. And I'm not not throwing Oregon at you. Ohio State will be in. Or Michigan. Ohio State gets in. Here's my thing. If you're yeah. looking at Tennessee so, versus Michigan, right? Okay, let's say Tennessee's only loss is Georgia. Michigan's only loss is Ohio State. Let's say they're both close-ish. Mm-hmm. Michigan won't have a win like Tennessee has over Alabama. Over Alabama. So, yeah, the slight SEC bias, they'll 
I mean, they, but so okay, so I will throw if Oregon runs and wins the Pac-12. You would. I know it was Week One, but if you're being fair, wouldn't you have to say Georgia beat the piss out of out of them and they bear they if Tennessee's lost to Georgia's close? Okay, so what if UCLA or USC are on the table and win the Pac-12? You still you still have a one loss conference. I champion. really think a one loss Tennessee gets in over them. I really should do. They, should they? Yes. Yeah. But will they? Are you UCLA, really going to leave a one loss Power Five conference champion out? I think UCLA they would. Okay, now USC because is UCLA a, just got smacked up by Oregon. Well, because they're real people. These voters, right? Like, yeah. You telling me the want to have a, the USC that 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 could play a part, but USC's got the best argument because the USC being back in the college football playoff is good for everybody's pockets. But also, I'm not putting it past Utah winning yeah. the Pac-12 championship game. They yeah. might they might be the best like team in the conference. Yeah. So I don't know. TCU's got a shot, by the way, of running that ta- running the table. Yeah, that, that TCU Kansas State game was nutty. Yeah, that Quentin Johnson, that receiver. Yeah. Boy, he's good. Yeah, it was a good game. Um, all right. So well and well, hold on. So we're leaving out the ACC. If Clemson if, I mean if Clemson's undefeated, they have to win. I guess. I yeah, I guess. I, I guess really wish Cuse would have beat them, dude. That would have been good because I don't think Clemson's better than Tennessee. No, no. Or not. Georgia. Absolutely. Or Michigan. Or Ohio State. Or, you know, it's – Or TCU. Or TCU. Or Oregon. Or Oregon. Or UCLA or USC. Yeah. Like, I don't think I don't think Clemson's very good. All right. Uh, top 25 matchups, you have Ohio State, Penn State. It's in Happy Valley. Ohio State's I a 15-and-a-half-point favorite. Make them a 20-point favorite, and I'd still like um, them. You have – so these are top 25 teams playing this week. NC State's got Virginia Tech tomorrow night. NC State, 13-and-a-half-point favorite at home. You have Utah as a seven-point favorite on the road against Washington State. The Ohio State-Penn State game, you have TCU at WVU. TCU coming in at minus seven-and-a-half. I don't know how it's only that because either WVU upsets them at home because it's homecoming and they play good at home sometimes – or TCU wins by 30. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Syracuse only a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home against Notre Dame. That's going to be a play. I can almost guarantee that. Um, biggest cocktail party of the year. Yeah, not so much recently. Yeah. Georgia – Florida's at Georgia. Georgia's coming in at minus 22-and-a-half. That's about right. Florida fans, by the way, online, I keep saying, dude, they've got no patience. Like Kirby didn't go win a natty his first year. No, he didn't. The guys no, that learned under Saban for one. No, it wasn't in his second year, right? Twenty sixteen. Yeah, second year. Yeah, and he he had like five losses or something his first year. Yeah. Like I'm not saying Billy Napier is going to do that next year, but right. You've you're not competing without top five classes, and bringing in top five classes is going to take a couple years. Take some time. Yeah. Uh, Oregon at Cal. Oregon minus seventeen. Oak State, Kansas State, good game. Uh, mm-hmm. Kansas State minus one right now. Yeah, 
I mean, listen, the Big 12, I'm not saying this because I'm a Mountaineer fan. It's really entertaining. Dude. Oh, yeah, it's, 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 it's really good. There's not a team that couldn't beat any of the other teams in that conference. Like uh, Wake Forest minus three and a half against Louisville. Um, I'm interested in that. Uh, yeah. Illinois at Nebraska, Illinois seven and a half point favorite. Cincinnati at UCF, Cincinnati a one and a half point dog against UCF. Mizzou's at South Carolina. How the fuck South Carolina squeaked their way up into the top 25? I can't understand. They are 5-2, and two, but, God, they looked really, really bad against Georgia. Yeah, they did. <laughs> uh, they're a four-point favorite. But and Oregon also looked really bad against Georgia. They did. And then you have the – well, that's because Bo Nix sucks. Uh, then you have the Kentucky – huh? Except that at home he's all right. Yeah. Kentucky at Tennessee. Tennessee minus 12 and a half. What's that over-under sitting at? Mm. Kentucky can play some D. Yeah. College football. If it's like in the 60s, I could see the under hitting. But it, they might not be that. They might have it at like 55. It's 7 o'clock game, right? Yeah. 63 and a half. Hmm. Hmm. That's, that's high. That is yeah. high. USC at Arizona. USC a 15-point favorite. Michigan State rolling into Ann Arbor. Michigan is a 23-point favorite over Sparty. Uh, Ole Miss at AM, Ole Miss minus two. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, check the story. We're going to probably have a yeah. Pitt at North Carolina. North Carolina minus three. I mean, what? North Carolina's got to beat him by 20. Yeah, Pitt sucks. <sighs> Slovis sucks. And then to round it out for top 25, you have Stanford at UCLA. UCLA, a 17-point favorite at home. Bounce back off of uh after of an ass beating. So there's a lot of there's a lot of play, there's a lot of short favorites in college this week. Um, where I think the clearly better better team is just a short favorite, but it is college football, so you never know. So We'll be playing those. Like I said, NBA is going to get up running. Um, we're getting a little bit deeper into the NHL season, so we'll get some NHL plays out there as well. Um, right now, the the bet in the NHL seems to be the over in like every freaking game. Yeah, the amount of goals being scored is unbelievable. It's just crazy. I think it's. I read something the other day, like through the first you know two weeks of the season or whatever. I think it was like an average of seven and a half goals scored per game. Yeah, and then they're going to end up adjusting the over/under, and then it's, and then you start hitting the unders as the season mm-hmm. goes on. But something to look forward to. All right, fifty-five minutes. That's all I've got. Uh, any parting shots? Anything going on that you would like to talk about? Did you get to watch the Doctor Oz and Fetterman debate? No, I did. I I, I think I would rather. I'd rather just. Watch one guy, one jar, and repeat for two hours and watch that. Yeah, yeah. I watched, like, I recorded it, and I watched some clips of it. What a fucking disaster. Mm-hmm. Just an absolute mess, man. Um, oh, yeah. I'll fly it on the Western Front on Friday. Dude, I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch it Friday night, honestly. Absolutely. Game after, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it's it. Gonna be, it's going to be amazing. Yep. Uh, for those of you that like war movies – you have to watch it. I mean, it just the trailer has me so excited. 
Um, watched Hacksaw Ridge with my wife yesterday, Monday, Monday. Um, she'd never seen it. I haven't seen it since it came out. Good. Just as good as I remember. Yeah, it's very good. Super good movie. Uh, she has not seen The Outpost yet, so that's next on our list. Incredible. Probably my, probably my favorite um, war movie in the past 10, 15 years. Yeah, it's it's right there with Hurt Locker. Yeah, Hurt Locker gets a lot of hate, um, but I loved Hurt Locker. Yeah. Hurt, a lot of people say Hurt Locker was overrated, but very good movie. No, I think it's awesome. Honestly. Yeah, very, very good movie. Yeah. But The Outpost. The outpost is, it's sickening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll upset you, but it's good. Yeah, it's very frustrating. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, all quiet on the Western Front. Thank you for the reminder. I'm just, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a that's a Friday night thing for sure. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, we'll talk to you on social media, and we will be back same time next week on Wednesday, as always. Uh, and um, yeah, what was that? Who asked me? The cow. The cow over. Um, who's Cal playing Oregon Cal? The over was at 58 and a half. The guys from Boston brew bets, um, have, we've been keeping in contact with them and, uh, they were asking about the over 58 and a half in the Oregon Cal game. I'm going to have to look into that. I told them I would. And, uh, that's one that I have to write down here cause I will forget about it, but the over 58 and a half. All right. See you next week. Talk to you on Instagram. And uh, as always, good fortune. We love you. And thanks for sticking with us through the last two weeks.